Hi friend, you're listening to The Alchemy of the Human Experience, and my name is Giselle Beaumet. I am a spiritual life coach and a transpersonal hypnotherapist. And in this podcast, we talk about all things mind, body, and spirit wellness with a strong emphasis on spirit. If this is your first time here, thank you for being here and welcome. And if you're a regular listener, I appreciate you so much. Thank you once again for listening in. So the topic of being triggered and where those triggers come from is a reoccurring topic that comes up in my community at the Alchemy Membership. And even in my personal life, there are times where I am triggered and I have the self-awareness to know that is coming from something else. And I do various techniques to soothe that inner child that is suddenly feeling triggered. And so today, I want to share that with you. I want to share seven ways to soothe your inner child when you are triggered. Now, before we start, I also want to remind you that currently the wait list is open for the free five days of magical experiences challenge, where we will go through five different days experiencing five different techniques that connect your mind, body, and spirit completely free for you to join. You can get on the wait list for March 21st when we begin. You get on the wait list today and just go over to granolababies.com and you'll find the link to the challenge. So let's get to our topic, seven ways to soothe your inner child when you are triggered. What do I mean by trigger? Because that sometimes can get confusing for people. Hmm. So think about the last time that something happened and you found yourself either instantly frustrated or you found yourself annoyed very quickly or you found yourself getting angry very quickly. And it almost happened right after whatever action it was that caused that sensation. Or it might be a little bit more subtle. For example, I had a situation the other day where my partner said something to me that would have been to the average person, absolutely nothing, not a big deal. But to me, it brought up different emotions that were not related to the comment said. And how do I know that? Because I do so much work when it comes to self-awareness, mindfulness, and subconscious level healing. So I knew that. But when did I know that? Not at the moment. I didn't. <laughs> I knew it hours later. And then I was able to connect the dots. So why does that happen? Because it doesn't just happen to me. It happens to others. It's like I said, one of the things that we talk about a lot in the alchemy membership within the community, it might be a trigger by your child or triggered by your partner or triggered by a coworker. It really doesn't matter who the person is. But here's what I'll tell you right away is nothing to do with the person who's currently triggering you, <laughs> okay? So when you're having that flush of emotions, 
that's coming from somewhere else. The emotions aren't matching the situation. Your emotions are off balance when that happens. And that's why it is a trigger. Why does it happen? Well, our inner child, which is the wounds or the trauma that we experienced in our younger years, our inner child. So we call that our inner child because some of those same learned behaviors or feelings we were made to feel back during those years have stuck with us in adulthood. So when our inner child gets triggered, what happens is adrenaline rushes through the body and it reminds us of a stored memory. Now, what do I mean by stored memory? When you are a child or an adolescent, so you're a young human being and something happens, it's sometimes either a one-time thing or it might be continuously you're getting these situations happening to you that don't feel good at all. Like they might be just causing negative, what we call negative emotions. So when that happens, you do get the same adrenaline rush through your body. That's what we like, think of it as that flush of emotions. And the memory of what is currently happening and the feeling that your body's experiencing is ingrained into the part of your brain that's called the amygdala, including all the emotional significance to that event. So not just the feelings that are rushing through your body, but also the emotion, the emotional significance of what you're seeing or what is being said to you, what is currently happening, also gets ingrained into your amygdala. Now, the amygdala holds the emotional significance of that event. So it's stored in there including whatever intensity and the impulse of that emotion. So when I say that stored memory, that's what I mean. Now, the amygdala doesn't, is not the only part of your brain that holds memory, but we're talking about memories with emotional significance through them. And that happens in the amygdala. When a situation that reminds your mind and your body and your spirit of that original event in some way. And there's a very rarely is it a direct connection. It's just think of it as exactly what it is. It's just a reminder of it. That stored memory in your amygdala will have that same rush of adrenaline through your body. It'll have the same emotions running through your body. And your brain will think that it is back in that same situation. Now this can get complex. And that is a lot of the work that I do when I do transpersonal hypnotherapy sessions or spiritual life coaching. And so we won't go into that kind of complexity through it, but I want you to have a level of understanding of what's happening when you're having that trigger. So when you're having that trigger, it is a reminder in your brain of that stored memory. You might not be able to, in your conscious level, to pinpoint that memory that's stored back there. <laughs> Actually, your amygdala is up towards your front. So I'll say, where is that? Up there. <laughs> you might not be able to right away say, ah, 
I am triggered when my child yells and says, I don't like you. I'm triggered by that because, and you specifically remember a memory from when you were five years old and how that might be connected. That's uh, oftentimes in the subconscious level. It is a stored memory that we don't necessarily in a conscious level have access to. That's why the work of hypnotherapy is so powerful because you get to the subconscious level where that work can be done, where you can be deprogramming that memory and reprogramming how you will react in the future anytime you have a reminder of it. But we have to live our lives. We have to be able to function when we have those triggers, those reminders to those stored memories. So here are seven ways that you can soothe that inner child when triggered. Number one is the pause the powerful, powerful pause. When you have that trigger and that flush of emotions that you pause. And when you pause, I want you to regulate your breathing. So when you're pausing, what you're doing is not reacting because it's in the reaction that oftentimes the damage of the relationship with your partner, coworker, with your child, that's where that will be affected because you won't be able to respond and react in the way that you want to in your higher self. So I don't want you to react. I want you to pause and just regulate your breathing. And by regulate your breathing, I mean start taking deeper, slower breaths, and excelling even slower. The second thing to soothe your inner child is to be mindful. What I mean is to become aware of your surroundings. Because remember, to your mind, it thinks is back in that stored memory, back in that situation. And so we need to bring it up to the present moment. So in that pause, as you're regulating your breathing, I want you to start pointing things that are surrounding you. So you might look around you and say, there's a chair and the chair is brown and there is my coffee and it's currently hot. And in front of me, I see a plate and next to me, there's a plant. That's my current uh, surroundings. But I want you to start listing what you see around you. So we are not reacting, we're regulating our breathing, and we're bringing our mind back to the present moment. A third thing to soothe that inner child when triggered is to release somatically through your throat chakra. And so that might be humming, or it might be moaning, or it might be awing, or it might be singing a song. Oftentimes when I'm out in public and I'm not going to start moaning as as if I'm in labor while I'm in public and I'm in a restaurant, I will do a very low hum. So I might just go, and as I'm doing that, I'm releasing that stored emotion from my body. It's grounding me. The fourth tip is to increase your oxytocin. So oxytocin is that love 
hormone, that bonding hormone, and you can give yourself oxytocin. If you're with somebody that you love and trust and have a good relationship with, you could ask them, I need a hug right now. But you can also just give yourself some oxytocin. You can simply hold your own hands, or you might place your right hand on your right, on your left shoulder, place your left hand on your right shoulder and give yourself a hug. You might just rub your hands together. That can also give you oxytocin. You might rub your thighs. That can also give you oxytocin. You might hold your face to give yourself oxytocin. Oxytocin is received through touch in a way that feels good. The fifth tip that I have for you for soothing your inner child when triggered is that inner narrative. So when we are triggered, we're creating false negative narratives about ourselves and the situation, and none of those are true. So the easiest way to flip the switch on that is start stating what is true. So you might say something like, my child right now is speaking in a loud voice. My body seems to get flustered from that. My child is asking me to listen to him right now, even though I'm on a phone call. My child loves me and I love my child. And we are both safe, and secure, even in this situation. You can replace the words to that however you need to. I want you to just state the facts as you are changing that inner narrative. You are flipping the switch so that you don't continue with that false inner narrative that wants to take over. Number six, I want you to journal your thoughts. Journaling is such a simple thing to do, but a lot of times we fall away from the habit of journaling because it feels like work. But when you're journaling, it's almost as if you're speaking to a coach, a life coach or a therapist. You are writing down your thoughts and it serves to soothe you and to reflect on your feelings and to oftentimes to see things as they are. Take out a piece of paper and start writing what you're feeling and the situation and just your thoughts without filtering yourself in any way. Now, my final tip for you for soothing your inner child when triggered. I invite you to practice inner child healing as a way of life. So that means investing the time and the resources on your wellness, even if it means that you will start journaling every day, or if it means that you're going to practice breath work every day, or if it means that for just two minutes a day, you're going to write three new things that you are grateful for every day. From there, I would invite you to also seek other human beings that can help you with healing your inner child. So to you, that might be a therapist, it might be a pastor or a best friend that you can rely on, or it might be someone like me and booking a session for transpersonal hypnotherapy, or it might be an energy worker, but somebody that can help regulate that inner child because a lot of our wounds and our trauma is healed through connection and relationship. So I invite you to practice inner child healing 
as a way of life. I desire for you that you be liberated and that you be free from feeling those triggers, from having to experience those mysterious stored emotions in that amygdala that is stored in there and feels so real, even when you don't even know why they're happening, but yet they're happening. I want you to be free of that. And one of the ways to do that is practicing inner child healing as a way of life because it takes time and that's okay. So connect with someone that can help you and do it together. Co-create your greatness together. I had to do the same and it was the best thing that I did for myself. It took me far too long to open my eyes that I needed to do that. And I wish I had known earlier. I wish someone had told me earlier. And maybe they did, but I wasn't quite ready. That happens. And maybe you've heard this before, but you weren't quite ready. And now you are. So take that step. My friend, I hope that the seven ways to soothe your inner child were helpful to you. On Friday, you're going to receive an inner child healing guided meditation. And don't forget to sign up for the five days of magical experiences so that you can experience how majestic you are in that free challenge. If you enjoyed this episode and any of the episodes of the Alchemy of the Human Experience, I would love for you to leave me a five-star review wherever you listen to this podcast. And that way others will be able to find it. Thank you again. Be well.